Welcome to the Prolific Pulse Poetry Podcast. Today, our guest is James Anthony Ellis. And believe me, you don't want to miss this. Well, welcome to James Anthony Ellis. He's a man of creative talents, remains true to his path as a journalist, filmmaker, videographer, playwright, screenwriter, and author. His first book, Starting Point, A Guide to Metaphysics, The Golden Time and Love, was initially published in 1989. Other books include Live Traveler, Tears, Breadcrumbs, The Honor Book, and Huh? The Joys, Sorrows, and Comic Relief of Miscommunication. He can be found at www.legacyproductions.org. Welcome, Jim. How are you doing today? Thank you. I'm doing great. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate the energy and the time for the creative folks. Absolutely. It's, we got to get together once in a while to show the world what we can do. So I'm talking to you all the way in San Diego, California. So what's it like out there? Oh, it's California. Um, so it depends on what we're talking about, weather or politics. But the weather's good. It's a little chilly, but it's good. And um, we just love to go outside sometime and be uh, free. You know, I talk about free expression a lot and freedom in my writing. And uh, sometimes in California and other parts of the world, it doesn't seem as free. So we'll we'll enjoy a little bit of freedom here, I imagine. Absolutely. Feel free to be free on here. <laughs> Absolutely. I used to live in California many years ago near Los Angeles, so did have a nice taste of it out there. Um, kind of liked it. So I have a lot of family out that way. But I'm in cold North Carolina right now. It's um, been still threatening a little bit of snow and that. We get all excited when the snow's around here. Everything shuts down. So <laughs> now, as far as freedom of expression, we don't want to go there. <laughs> yeah. We'll get yeah, we'll get censored. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So you've been working on this book, uh, Breadcrumbs, is that right? So how did that come about? Well, that's interesting. Um, Breadcrumbs, it's a collection of uh, poems that I've written since I was 10, actually. The very first poem in there is a poem I wrote when I was 10. Um, uh, yeah, talking about time. And uh, it's called uh, The Clock of, on My Wall. So I realized, you know, a little bit after 10, you know, a bit about maybe in my 40s, I realized I've got a lot of poetry here. I've written other types of books about metaphysics, um, honor, uh, emotional um, intelligence. I've written other types of books, but I never collected all of my poems together. And I thought, let me just do that for the ones that I had. And so by 2012, I gathered about 100 or so of my favorite ones, and I put them in breadcrumbs. Mm -hmm. And it's just the idea is, you know, breadcrumbs leading you home, like that story, Hansel and Gretel, leaving breadcrumbs behind so you could find your way home. And the poems are kind of, and they're all, the poems are designed to um, lead you inward, you know, and inspire you and get you uh, connected to yourself, which is a way of getting home, really. No matter where you are, no matter if you're in North Carolina, San Diego, the moon, uh, going inward is where you can find a home. And so I just collected those stories. And now I'm working on a, 
leftover breadcrumbs. So since that book was published, I have uh, probably 300 more. Okay, so the next one will be called croutons. <laughs> or, uh, well, I guess the breadcrumbs were eaten up by the birds, right? So uh, anyway, anyway, leftover breadcrumbs so far, that's the working title. We'll see what happens. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you have several different um, areas, main themes. You have the artist path, the freedom for all, heartbreak and humanity, motherhood, the art of peace, love poems family and friends, healing and inspiration, and in memoriam. So you really do cover it all. Well, that's what I realized when I was looking at the different poems. I thought these kind of fall into different categories. And a lot of times it really helps the audience to get mm -hmm. some context. Like, okay, where are you coming from? I'm coming to this poem right now. Where are you coming from? So you got to mm -hmm. put them in a play. Put the audience in position to really take in what you written and so one way to do that is to organize them these are a set of love poems these are a set of poems about um goddesses and femininity mm -hmm. uh, or motherhood uh I, I just there's different times in my life where i wrote about different things and uh, so i sectioned them off and then i also have a little introduction to each poem to really find you know focus the audience to be ready for what comes I like that. I, I read a book of poetry this summer that the poet did that, did, did a little introduction for each poem. I let them know I really like that because it kind of gets your brain on that you know, track. And I noticed that when you sent me your poetry for today that you put a little introduction on those. So I, I appreciate that a lot. That really does help. Definitely. Yeah. So um, you said you started writing poetry since you're about 10 years old. Well, that's the first one I remember. And I had it in memory. You know, when you're, the memory is so, so keen at times mm -hmm. when you're a child. I wrote it at age 10. I must have written it down somewhere at 10. Mm -hmm. That's the first one I remember. And what's interesting is when I started writing the book, I said, well, I don't know where I wrote that down, <laughs> you know, 30 plus years ago. Where is it? I don't know. <laughs> it could be anywhere in the world. Um, I decided I better write it down because I had it all in my memory. So I actually wrote mm -hmm. it down 35 years later and it's very close to, I mean, it's not like some very long poem, but you know, it's very close to what it was. So yeah, around 10, I, I guess I'd start around 10, maybe a little earlier. And uh, I remember as a kid, I'm thinking poems rhyme, you know, children have simple minds, mm -hmm. poems rhyme. So uh, I have written some poems that don't rhyme, but somehow I just go back to that rhyme. And uh, mm -hmm. I was reading one of the poems. I'm I was just reading one of the poems I'm going to read today. Going, wow, this first one. This has some good rhymes in it. Like on the, you know, not just at the end of a, a stanza or a sentence mm -hmm. or a line, but in the middle, towards the end. Mm -hmm. uh, I have fun with rhymes. So uh, I think yes, kid, that's what it started. I call it the stairway of a stanza. Sometimes it'll be in the beginning the middle of the end so you just never know where that rhyming word is gonna happen but you know it works yeah or the or like the alliteration show up you know mm -hmm. um, I was mm -hmm. talking to a friend um, I sent her one of my poems she's a musician so she's gonna put it to music and uh, nice. I was saying well, there's some alliterations in there so I'm not sure how alliterations always work um, mm -hmm. 
like for example, um, Simon and Garfunkel, they have a song that Silent Shroud of Snow, you know, SSS, an alliteration, you know, using the first mm -hmm. letter of a, of a word, Silent Shroud of Snow. Well, that, that did work in that song, but sometimes mm -hmm. in other songs, it's like, it kind of crashes. So uh, it's one, yeah. of my dreams yeah. to have, one of my dreams is to have uh, my lyrics, well, I say lyrics, it's poems, made into lyrics, made into songs. So to, to touch as many lives as possible, you know? I don't know mm -hmm. about you. Okay, some people can write a poem like, oh, and they just give it to one person or they just have it for themselves and it's enough. I want the world <laughs> to go ahead, just let it live, like give it wings mm -hmm. and let, let the poetry live and whoever wants to be, uh, whoever gets to meet up with it, the more power to it. Right, yeah, sometimes I write poems that I think could be put, you know, into music. I can't write music to save the world, but I, um, I definitely have to collaborate. But every once in a while, I come up with one. I'm like, this could be a song. So, yeah, it'd be, that'd be fun to do. You have somebody you can collaborate with. So definitely. we have you, uh, your uh, poetry is a famous uh, singer will be singing it for long. <laughs> I, even, there's even a section in breadcrumbs called the ark of peace the ark like noah's ark the ark mm -hmm. of peace uh the ark of peace is joined two by two so i wrote a whole i would say concept album remember that mm -hmm. word yes word anymore, yes concept albums back when there were albums mm -hmm. where uh, bands musicians would put a whole theme together throughout all all the different songs in one album. It was like, wow, mm -hmm. maybe late 60s, early 70s, that was like a thing. Yeah. And so I wrote a whole uh, concept album with these <laughs> lyrics for the Ark of Peace, which has to do with relationships so that, um, you know, you can, uh, the pathway to God or the Supreme mm -hmm. is uh, through relationships. So how you are with others is how you are with yourself. So I wrote a whole, the Ark of Peace, which is uh, just to give credit where it's due, is that comes from uh, A Course in Miracles uh, from the uh, mid-70s, mm -hmm. uh, a text that uh, talked about spirituality. Mm -hmm. I'm familiar with that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we'll see. You know, it's interesting. As a writer, you know, this, you don't know. You know, you, you give birth to these things, and that's your job, I guess, you know, and sometimes you get to read them like here, which I'm grateful for. And sometimes you just send them out to the universe, you know, social media, um, mm -hmm. books, and yeah. let the universe play with it. Absolutely. You just never know where something's going to end up at. Yeah. How about you read as one of your poems? Sweet. Yeah, so I, uh, I chose this one. This is called Pencils and Straws. And what happened there is a friend mentioned a memory that she had of me, how I would never keep my hands, not never, but I would, rare, you know, a lot of time my hands would be moving as if I was like drumming, right? Mm -hmm. Drumming. I'm not a drummer, probably should have been, but I would always be moving my hands. And she goes, oh, yes, as long as you had a pencil or a straw. And I went, pencil and straw because I don't know about you as a as a poet but when I hear a certain phrase it's like the whole poem is already written it's like yep. pencils and straws that's a poem I just have to go <laughs> find it yeah it's already yep. written in the stars it's already written in the universe but 
Do you ever have that where you hear a phrase yes. and you go, mm -hmm. that's a poem? Yeah. Yep. So absolutely. Is, <laughs> so this is about the freedom of expression. Uh, and it's, a, it's called Pencils and Straws. Go crazy, boy. Let your expression bust the sky. Life, such a joy when depression is just passing by. Freedom is forever here. Freedom is right now. When you sever with your fear, living in the wow. May your conscience be clear, your spirit always young. The presence now appears, the future just begun. You play to your own beat, your energy riding higher. Now say you are complete. Your energy will never tire. May your arms not grow weak, your fingers not go raw. The mad drummer on the lead with pencils and straws. Yes, pencils and straws, that's what I said. Breaking no laws, why use drumsticks instead? No matter what you pick, you create some more rhythm. A finger, a pen, a stick, orchestrate your momentum. You choose your instrument, tap on it, the nearest drum will know just what you meant as you slap it just for fun. Oh, you silly one with the fidgety innocence so pure. Communication fully done will be in a sense, the cure. It's what the artist sees, it's what the prophet saw banging on shins, ankles, and knees with pencils and straws. So perform your part and do all that you can, fully and from the heart, even on that old trash can. Free yourself and soul, play everything full out. Be yourself, be bold, learn to twist and shout. Use whatever you need, whatever might be nearby. You might just succeed when you give it the old college try. Soaring in your joy with every session you fly. Go crazy, boy. Let your expression bust the sky. You reveal as you choose beyond any failures and flaws. How can you lose with all those pencils and straws? All those pencils and straws. Uh -huh. How yeah. about that? <laughs> that is something. As as you were reading that, I was thinking about um, would this be cool for younger kids to hear? You know, they're always told, "Don't make this noise, or don't do this, or don't do that." Possibilities out of that form of of allowing them their freedom. Well, yeah, I'm thinking about how many kids nowadays. They just have their vi their video games. Like they are just so in their phones, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, the idea that simple something simple as a like even as a kid, you know, growing up, some people played, you know, kick the can or you know, kickball. Mm -hmm. They just had something round they could play outside. And yep. nowadays, I need my phone. Where's my phone? Well, you're gonna take away my phone? That's not fair. That's cruel. That's my mm -hmm. life. Like, Pick up a straw, pick up a, <laughs> pick up a pencil. <laughs> yeah. Go crazy, yeah. boy. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I agree with, you know, just how are we going to get creative if we're always got our nose in our phones? 
Would you like to read another poem? I do want to read, yeah, I, I want to read this one. This is called Be With Me. And uh, maybe artists, maybe you can relate, maybe uh, a lot of artists or creative writers can relate, but there's a lot of solitude time. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you might even feel a little alone in the world. Uh, maybe that's why you turn to writing. Because for me, that was why I turned to writing. I looked around and said, whoa, nobody's going to understand what I'm talking about. And even if I try to say something, they're going to shut it down. I went to, you know, piece of paper and uh, my writing. Because yeah. when you write, you can look at it and go, oh, look, instant compassion. It's reflecting right back at me. Yeah, that's what I said. Thank you for listening, mm -hmm. piece of paper. So this is called <laughs> Be With Me. Because so many times I did not want to be alone. I just wanted someone to be present and uh, yeah, wanting to be in relationship. So this is Be With Me. <clears throat> be at my game, Dad. The one where I run back to kickoff all the way. Be at my graduation when I struggle for the right words to say. Be by my side when I fathom the world of ties and shoelaces. Be on my side when I fathom life with a face full of braces. Be close by so you can know and understand and realize and see. Really, all I have been saying is please be with me. Be with me, Jamie as I try to figure out a life as a teen. Be with me for ages 11, 12, 13. Be on my team as we play on the fields, at the beach, at the creek. Be on the front lawn so we can still play tag, football, and hide and seek. Be forever in the game so I can remember who I am again and again. Be across the streets even though you moved away when we both were 10. Be close by so I can know and understand and realize and see, really all I'm asking for is to please be with me. Be with me, mom, though your mind wanders into a world sublime. Be with a lasting memory, one that goes beyond space and time. Be in my presence, though you don't recall my face and my name. Be in that joyful place, simply so happy just that I came. Be in the timeless haven where we know, understand, realize, and see. Really, all I want right now is for you to please be with me. Be with me, my friend. Though we disagree, argue, and fight, be with open mind and open heart and no reason to be right. Be on the phone, at the bridge, standing right there on common ground. Be a reflection of searching soul, looking homeward bound. Be like a father who would be cheering from the sideline. Be like a mother who recalls a boy with words so kind. Be like a brother who brings back all the folly and the play. 
be like a sacred presence that never fades away. Be close by so we can know and understand and realize and yes, see. Really, all I have been wanting, all I have been saying is please be with me. Be with me. Wow, it's a very powerful poem. Thank you. Yes. Yeah, I don't, I, I'm sure there was a moment in my life where I just realized like, man, I just want to be in the presence with someone, you know, even us right now, you know, so far away, I can see you, I can connect mm -hmm. with you. Um, I think that's what life's about. I think, you know, I don't think we'd have more humans on planet earth unless we were supposed to be like connecting <laughs> and talking and being exactly. in relationship. Exactly. Yeah, I agree. And then, as you can tell, I kind of had a lonely, uh, I don't know if you could read that in the lines, but uh, like a lonely childhood, you know, kind mm -hmm. of set apart. Yeah. I remember trying to climb out the window one time. I'm just gonna climb, I'm like 11. I'm gonna climb out the window and just run, just run mm -hmm. away. I'm like running at the grammar school on the field, running and running and going, I don't know where to go. <laughs> where am I gonna go? <laughs> I ran back home, climbed back in the window, fell asleep. Mm -hmm. um, and getting ready to write this this journey of mine, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's good that you have the ability to write, you know, to help you through yeah. those things. Yeah, I even had a counselor. Um, well, she was more like a mystic. She was talking to me, saying, "Yeah, with all the you know angst that you have, sometimes I suggest people go get counseling. But I think you could just write." I think you could just write it out and you know you could have your peace. And it's true. I swear to goodness, I could be in a certain situation in life, the world's falling in, and if I write from that place or where I am, I come out of it, I'm happy. Nothing has changed on the outside. It's the, but I've been faithful to whatever we are can be connected to. Mm -hmm. so. mm -hmm. Absolutely. I think you have one more uh, poem that you were going to share. I just have one more. And it was, um, it was interesting. I was walking with my wife and I was kind of rehearsing these, practicing, because I haven't read these in a while. And I was reading this and she went, that's like you wrote this about today, about what's going on today in the world. I wrote this, it's called The Wings of Peace. I wrote it in December 2004 for a musical um, oh, wow. and so it's called the wings of peace and i just supposedly um, this one points to the grace that can rescue us from all that harms us and as i'm reading i'm going wow when i practiced it I thought, this is just like this is a good poem for today so that's <laughs> why i want to read it it's a timeless um it's a timeless prose that really talks about grace and um the wings the wings of peace which could basically save us so uh are you ready i'm ready <laughs> okay the wings of peace we strike each other in secret attacks drawing lines in our minds is there any turning back covert operations hiding our weapons of war lashing out thrashing about unseen cuts wounds and sores the ego holds desires. What it finds, it will keep. Yet the heart 
only wants nothing more than our release. Escape, fly away on the silent wings of peace. A punishment for violence, a bully pushing back. The face of all that war, the playground sneak attack. An occupying nation, we take our bloody stand. But who can ever know? And who will understand? And who can ever offer a cry of heartfelt relief? Embracing all the tragedy within the wings of peace. The wings of peace, how long will we slumber in sleep as we pray to the Lord our souls to keep? As inner fires of judgment seem to never cease, take me away on the lonely wings of peace. Every enemy is shown to be a brother cloaked in hiding. Every conflict shows opposing opinions colliding. Never finding a ground where the two can truly meet, nor extending a trusting hand to clasp, to hold, to greet. Lifting all of the world on the faithful wings of peace. The wings of peace, how long will we slumber in sleep? as we pray to the Lord our souls to keep. Though inner fires of judgment never, may never really cease, take us all away on the mighty wings of peace. Take us all away on the mighty wings of peace. Take us all away on the mighty wings of peace. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Another powerful poem. And it, yes, it would be just as appropriate for these days. Yeah, I mean, I guess it's like the, probably the never-ending story, right? People in uh, yeah. fear, and their egos, and their separation, their judgment, when mm -hmm. an extended hand and some true unity would, uh, would lift us up, right? So mm -hmm. I guess that's what I'm always looking to do is lift up people, lift up myself. And uh, if I can get connected to my source and my muse and then share it faithfully and purely, then hopefully I could reach some other folks that might um, want the same. Okay. I'm going to share my screen and show everybody where they can find you. Nice. Okay. First of all, we have um, Legacy Productions. So this is where you... I guess you make your bread and butter. <laughs> yeah, bread, <laughs> butter, um, vegan butter, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> vegan butter, okay. <laughs> All right. Do you want to talk a little bit about what you do there? So yeah, Legacy Productions started in 2000, and in 2000 when uh, a partner and I we started a company because we created a movie called Legacies. So we have a short film called Legacies, and from there I just took it on to represent any video work that I can do, any uh, copywriting, any ghost writing. I've, been, I've ghost written a couple of books and uh, as well as my own books. I have eight books that are on the on this. You can click on products and you can find all my books. There's, uh, yeah, there's how many? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Uh, mm -hmm. So the, yeah, there's, huh? <laughs> <laughs> 
then the honor yeah. yeah so there's eight books there i do video work documentaries oh there he is there's that there's that kid there he is, is that you? Oh, yeah <laughs> and then uh um, okay. there's the first book starting point that's where it all started 1989 but yeah so my books are out there uh breadcrumbs is there right where is it did i see it uh, i ran past it i think here it is oh there it is yeah so breadcrumbs and then uh, we'll have a second second edition mm -hmm. oh it's on kindle even what do you know <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. um it's a good uh um yeah i think it's a really good gift because some people they just like to maybe mm -hmm. not read a book cover to cover like let me just open up a page and just get some inspiration and move on i guess what do they call those uh on the uh not the dining room table oh, coffee just, table books yeah coffee table <laughs> or you can put yeah. it on your dining room table whatever table you want put it yeah here's your amazon page yeah. and then you also have a blog i actually commented on your Paris for Daisy post. Yeah, it's a nice blog. I've had different names for it. <laughs> but <laughs> so uh, yeah. that's where I've actually been able to hold all my poetry. I mean, yes, I hold it in like on my computer in a Word documents, right? Mm -hmm. But it's good to have a blog like that. I don't know if you have a blog, but a blog. I do. Yeah, get inspired, put your poems there, and then next thing you know, I was like, oh my gosh, this could be a book. Yep, so. yep. that's how it comes about. So, well, Jim, is there anything that I haven't asked you that you'd like to share? Uh, well, number one, I'm just so grateful to be able to, you know, represent my my, I want to say two things. I want to represent my muse, but also represent um, my boy, like the boy I am. Mm -hmm. uh, innocent expression that I have to share. Uh, there's a lot, you know, I'm not like Mr. Perfect. Uh, it's not like I don't judge and fall, things like that. But there's a purity that um, comes through when mm -hmm. I write. And I, and I just trust that there's a purity and innocence in every single human. Mm -hmm. So my vision and my goal is that in the work that I do, the creative work that I do, the videos, documentaries, the books, poetry, readings, is that it triggers and inspires that innocence to come to the surface because uh, I think the time is right with all the strife and the forced struggles in the mm -hmm. world and the, and the media that uh, yeah. would uh, jump on it and capitalize mm -hmm. on it. I think it's time for the creatives to come forth and really share uh, the, the underbelly of, mm -hmm. of the, the underbelly beauty. <laughs> Absolutely. I know with all of that's been going on in the world, a lot of times I just unplug from everything and get a book of poetry to either read it or sit down and start writing because to me that's a good way to clear my head. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, unplug and then plug into what you know mm -hmm. to be true for you. That's awesome. Yeah. And I just really appreciate this space. So I really, at least I really thank you for uh, offering this space for me and uh, all the other artists. Oh well, I appreciate you coming on and um, finding out there are a lot of people out there that want to be heard. I'm glad to offer the opportunity. Awesome. Well, Thank you so much for coming on and I want you to have a wonderful rest of your day and I'll be following you to see how you're doing.
Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Prolific Pulse Poetry Podcast. If you would like to be a guest, please send an email to prolificpulse at gmail.com and put podcast in the subject line. Thank you and have a great day. Bye-bye.